performance of Mr. Frank Lovejoy, Autolite hopes once again to keep you in suspense. I've done a lot of living for a kid 18 years old. And right then I could feel time beginning to run out. That was the night they had us holed up in the old McSween house. And a place burning all around us, and old man McSween sitting there reading his Bible. And me and Charlie Boudre knowing we had to make a break. Fire's getting hot all the time, Billy. When's it gonna be? Still got time for only a good smoke, ain't I? Well, this ain't hardly no time to be smoking cigarettes, is it? Oh, we've been a tighter ones than this, haven't we, Charlie? Maybe you have, but I haven't. You realize we've got to run within ten feet of them fellas out there before we can make it to the woods? If we make it to the woods, we'll make it. Some of us. Hey, look out! Where was falling? Now, ain't that convenient. Just what I need to light my smoke. Ready to go, Charlie? I guess so. Good luck. Charlie Baldrick, get it! He made it, Mr. McSween, he made it. I should go now, then. All right. Hey, wait a minute. Where's your gun? I've never carried a gun yet, Billy. I do not intend to now. I should carry my Bible. It stood me in good stead for many years. A Bible against them? Say, it might work. It might just work at that. You step out there where they can see you holding it, and I won't fire when you start across. All right. Now. Here do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. It's my sweet! I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. I pardon thy stuff. They shot him. Nothing but a Bible in his hand. They shot him. All right, kid. You're next. Oh, here goes nothing. fellas around. And when I do, watch out. <laughs> the Lincoln County War, they call that one. Just a feud between two cattle kings and me, nothing but a working hand. But seems like they blamed the whole thing square onto me just because it was Billy the Kid, a tough little varmint that had killed 16 men. From then on, it was me running and them closing in, and just a matter of time. That was when I first met Pat Garrett. Me and Charlie was hit out in the mountains. Oh, I'll never forget the first sight I had of old Pat. Hey, Billy, look at here. What is it? Well, I'm riding up the trail. Oh, lanky cuss, ain't he? Leg's pretty near dragging the ground over that poor little pony. Thank you, not. I don't like it. 
What's he doing up here? You know him? No. Howdy. You mind if I pull up a spell? It's a free country up in these parts anyway. You just passing through? Not exactly. You're Billy the Kid, aren't you? Keep your hands in plain sight, mister. You get down off that horse real easy. All right. That's better. Oh, was you looking for Billy the Kid? That's right. What do you want with him? I got a message for him. You from the law? No. But my message is... Well, if you mean the kind of law like Bob Olinger and that bunch in Lincoln, I got no time for it. And you are the kid, huh? That's right. Now, what do you want? I got a message from General Lou Wallace. He wants to talk to you. Who's General Wallace? New governor of New Mexico. President Hayes just appointed him. He's waiting for you, Don Lincoln, now. You crazy, mister? You think either one of us would ride back into that town after what's happened? Ah, wait a minute, Charlie. You say... What's your name, Pat Garrett. You say this man was sent all the way out here by the president? Wants to talk to me? That's right. Well, if it comes from the president of the United States, I don't see how I can very well say no. Bill, he ain't gone. I'm gone. He'll guarantee his safe conduct. <laughs> as far as he can. I know what you mean. Billy, you know Bob Orange will never let you get out of that town alive. Yeah, I'm kind of curious about that myself. By the way, Mr. Garrett, whatever made him send you? You're a stranger out here, ain't you? Guess that's the reason. Seems they couldn't find nobody else in Lincoln that took much to the notion of tracking down Billy. Well, there's your town Lincoln. That's her. And if there ain't Bob Olinger and the rest standing out in front of Murphy's store, just like they were waiting for somebody. They are. Word got around even before I left. I guess it would have been. Uh, you're on your own now, kid. I'm staying here. What's the matter? Are you scared? No. I'm just staying on my side of the wall. What's that supposed to mean? Well, if I was to ride in there with you and Bob Ollinger and them started shooting, next thing you know, I'd be shooting back. And the next thing you know, I'd be in the same sorry sort of shape you are. That's a good enough answer. <laughs> I'll be seeing you around. Hi, Billy. Hi, Bob. I hear you're the law around here now. I'm a deputy, yeah. Looking for some law? When I come looking for you, Bob, you'll know it. Right now, I'm looking for General Wallace. Smart kid. You know where I can find the general? Uh, he's sitting down there on the porch of the old Ellis. Thanks, Bob. I don't want no thanks for you. Nothing. General Wallace? Yes? You wanted to talk to me. I'm Billy the Kid. But you're so young. What? Uh, shall we go inside, Billy? All right, General. 
like to talk to you privately. Sit down. Thanks. Mm. A lot of paperwork you got on that desk, General. Well, to tell you the truth, I'm uh, writing a book. Then, uh, about ancient Rome. I never had much school. I know you didn't. I know quite a lot about you, Billy. Well, not if you listen to the way they tell it around here, you know. I've heard both sides. I know you didn't start the Lincoln County War single-handed. But frankly, Billy, the whole country has been shocked by the lawlessness and bloodshed out here. And some people seem to think you had quite a lot to do with it. I fought for my side just like the others did for theirs, that's all. That may be. Point is, I've been sent all the way out here by the President of the United States to put a stop to it. Billy, I want you to take off your guns. Now. And I want you to stand trial. <laughs> I don't mean to be disrespectful, General, but... Did you see that bunch of men standing in front of Murphy's store? Yes. Think I could walk past that store without my guns and get past it alive? You've got past it just now. That's because I had my guns. And as for standing trial, I couldn't get any kind of a trial in New Mexico. All right, Billy. I'm going to make you a proposition. If you stand trial and you are convicted, I personally will promise you a full and immediate pardon. Full pardon. And then what? Start a new life. Settle down. General, when Mr. McSween walked out in front of that mob, he was a man that never carried a gun in his life. All he had in his hand was a Bible. And they shot him down in cold blood. Ah, General, I got a few scores to even up before I settled down. Maybe it was fate. I don't know, because Pat Garrett and me got to be real good friends after that. I was hanging around Fort Sumner, and so was he, and we used to see a whole lot of each other. And then I didn't see him around for quite a while. Until one day I walked into Jose Valdez's saloon. Pat! Pat Garrett, you old son of a gun! Oh, Billy. Long time no see. That's right. How about a drink on me? All right. Whiskey for two, Jose. Sure thing, Billy. Where you been keeping yourself lately, Pat? Oh, I've been here and there. <laughs> yeah, I've been hearing about some of those places you've been. Have you? Hey, is that Billy the Kids? Yes, yes, that's right, you. Who's that heading over here? Joe Grant from Texas likes to think he's a pretty hard case. Hope I ain't gonna have that kind of trouble again, Pat. You're Billy the Kid, ain't you? That's right, and you're Joe Grant. Oh, you hear about me, have you? Oh, sure, I've heard of you. Tell you what, Billy. I bet I kill a man today before you do. <laughs> I don't aim to kill a man today or tomorrow or any time. You think I don't mean it, huh? Well, there's $25 cash money right on the bar. Jose will hold the stakes. Now, what would I want to make a bet like that for? Scared of losing it? All right, Joe, there's my 25. Just see that you don't kill nobody that don't deserve killing. <laughs> don't you worry none about that. I expect he'll sleep it off where he can do any damage. Where was we, Pat? 
Yeah, we was talking about the places you'd heard I'd been. Yeah, I heard you've been talking to the Cattlemen's Association. And I heard they've been talking about making you sheriff. That's right, Billy. I'd hate to see that, Pat. His territory is going to be a state someday, Billy. Someday soon. And the state's got to have some law. For instance, you've been living off other men's cattle for the last two years. That's the kind of thing that'd have to stop. And uh, if you was the law, you'd have to stop it. Yeah. Billy, the Joe Grant's coming back up here. Thanks, Jose. Here it comes now. I was afraid of something like this. No worry, I'll handle it. Hello, Joe. Who are you, sir? Can I help you? I'm collecting that bet from you, kid. <laughs> Just take it easy. That way there won't be no trouble. Where's your horse, Pat? Right alongside yours. Let's you and me take a little ride. Might not be a bad idea. Hey, you know what, Pat? I clean forgot to collect that $25 bet. Tell me something. What? You're going to take that sheriff job? Autolite is bringing you Mr. Frank Lovejoy in The Shooting of Billy the Kid. Tonight's production in radio's outstanding theater of thrills, Suspense. alive thanks to the potent and persuasive power of my Autolite Stay Full, the battery that needs water only three times a year in normal car use. And uh, when you get started, Harlow? Why, when I get started, I can't stop talking about the fiberglass retaining mats that protect every positive plate of the Autolite Stay Full to reduce shedding and flaking. And that the Autolite Stay Full gives longer life as proved by tests conducted according to accepted life cycle standards. But Harlow... We were talking about spring. Right, Hat. Spring to your telephone and call Western Union by number. And ask for me, Operator 25. I'll gladly tell you the location of your nearest Autolite battery dealer where you can get an Autolite stateful. And remember, from bumper to taillight, you're always right with Autolite. And now, Autolite brings back to our Hollywood soundstage Mr. Frank Lovejoy in Elliot Lewis's production of the shooting of Billy the Kid. A true story, well calculated to keep you in suspense. After Pat Garrett got to be sheriff, the cards was dealt, and nothing now but to wait for the showdown. And I guess I knew it too. Somehow I couldn't bring myself to leave the country, and that's 
How we happen to be holed up at the old sheep herd as hot as stinking springs. It was early the next morning. When are you figuring to move out, Charlie? Most any time, I guess, Charlie. Well, I better feed the horses then. Yeah. I said it would be short and sweet, and me sentenced to hang on the 13th of May. And they took me back to the jail in Lincoln, handcuffs and leg irons and two deputies to guard me day and night. And who were they? Jack Bell and my old friend, Bob Olinger. Know what day it is today, kid? 28th, unless I missed count. You didn't miss count. You count the days just the same as I. Why don't you lay off? Kid, Bob. Oh, let him have his fun, Jack. Fifteen more days for you, kid. Then you'll be a dancer on the end of the road. That'd make you mighty happy, wouldn't it, Bob? If you want to know the truth, it'll be the happiest day of my life. Oh, maybe it will, maybe it won't. Lots of things can happen in fifteen days. You figure on making a break? I just hope you can try it. You see this double-barrel shotgun? Yeah, I see it. And I've seen it before. It's loaded with 18 buckshot. If there's anything I want more than seeing you hang, it's a chance to kill you myself. Morning, chance. Everything all right up here? Just fine and dandy. The boy's treating you right, Billy. Everything a condemned man could want, including Bob's daily lecture on the fine art of hanging. I thought I told you to cut that out, Bob. Ah, oh, just ragging on that. 
Well, I gotta go to White Oaks today. Won't be back till tomorrow, so uh, I want you two to take good care of my boy. Don't sure. worry about that. I'm not going over to lunch. You got him. Like get back, Jack. Then I'll spit. Sorry about Bob Volunteer Billy. I know he's a mean devil, but he's my deputy, and I had to put him on a job. Oh, I don't mind. Fact is, I'm kind of glad it's him. Uh, what does that mean? <laughs> Nothing much. The fat. Yeah. What are you going to White Oaks for? Just business? I heard about that business. You're getting a man to build a gallows. I'll be going along. Hurry back with the gallows, Pat. It'd be a shame if you never got to use it. <laughs> How about a little game of blackjack with Bob gets back? Suits me. Got the cards right here. You want to buck it or bank it? I'll bank it. I feel lucky today. Let's pull up to the table. <laughs> Not too close, Billy. I wouldn't want you to go making a grab with this gun in my belt. Now, how could a man in leg irons and handcuffs do a thing like that? I can hardly make out to play my cards. Deal. I wish I was playing for money instead of matches. I feel real lucky. Oh, I'm sorry. I dropped the card on the floor. I'm sorry. That's all right. I'll get it. Hey, you want my gun? I sure have, Jack. I'll use it on you if I have to. What, what are you going to do? Just don't make any wrong moves and you'll be all right. Gonna lock you up in a safe place, and then I'm gonna wait for good old Bob. Now open that door and start marching down that hall. I'd always known I could do that easy. And I started back to the front of the building. And then I seen Bob Ollinger's shotgun leaning there against the wall. I grabbed it up and went over and hit by the open window that looks out on the street. And sure enough, the next thing I see is old Bob hurrying down the street with his six-gun in his hand. Jack, everything all right up there? Hello, Bob. Really? That's right. And looking at you right down the barrel of that shotgun of yours. Oh, wait! I had a blacksmith cut off my leg irons, and that was when I should have left the country for sure. But still, I couldn't do it. Fate again? Uh, maybe. But then there was a girl in Fort Sumner, never mind who. But there was a girl. Who is there? It's me. Oh, Chiquito. You were so late, I didn't think you were coming. I said I would. Come quickly. Chiquito, it's good to see you. You too, darling. Billy, you mustn't stay, though. They say Pat Garrett is in town. Pat? No. Old Pat's down around Descosa. He thought I'd head south. Well, I don't know, but they say... Chiquito, what are you going to do? You can't hide and run like this forever. I'm not going to, darling. I want to settle down like... like they always said I should. I'm going 
going to Mexico. And you're going with me. Will you? Yes, We'll start in the morning. We'll be over the board in a couple of days. What? I'm half starved. You got anything to eat? Oh, no. Only a little bread and some polis. But Pete Maxwell killed a steer today. I'll go borrow some meat from him. Now go. No, Billy. It's just next door, and Pete's an old friend. Billy, be careful. Don't worry. I'll be right back. Again is our star, Frank Lovejoy. Thank you, Harlow. And ladies and gentlemen, may I thank you for the many wonderful letters you wrote following my appearance on Suspense in the wreck of the old 97. We of the Autolite family are happy when you enjoy the show. And may I urge you to listen next week, for I know you'll especially enjoy Frankie and Johnny, a suspense story starring Dinah Shore. Right you are, Frank. Friends, remember, Suspense is presented by the Autolite family of 98,000 distributors and dealers, the nearly 30,000 men and women in 28 great Autolite plants from coast to coast, and the 18,000 people who have invested a portion of their savings in Autolite. Every Autolite product is backed by constant research and precision built to the highest standards of quality and performance. That's why you're always right with Autolite. Next week, the radio dramatization in song and story of a woman...